Thank you for joining the Remnant Podcast this evening with your very own host, Jackie Wade. And this evening, we're going to be talking about, are you standing in your position of spiritual authority? Are you standing in your position of spiritual authority? Um, I want to start first by really thanking you for joining me this evening. I pray that this session will be a blessing to you. Um, I pray that you will find substance in this lesson this evening. And as always, once we're done, um, what we'll do is have a word of prayer, okay? Podcast with your very own host, Jackie Wade. Um, As we begin, I want to just talk about... um, there is power that we have available to us through Jesus Christ. And um, this power is not to be taken lightly. Um, We're living in a time in the world where there's a lot of oppression. There's a lot of forces that's being brought against the people of God and being brought into the earth as a whole. And so we have to really have an understanding of what it is that we are to do in this last and evil days um, as we live upon the earth and dominate the earth because there's an authority that has been given to us. So as we know, a lifestyle of faith is what every child of God has been called to live for us to be able to stand in our position of spiritual authority, which Christ has given us. And so we want to be able to exercise our faith in that position of spiritual authority, enabling us to do exploits for God's kingdom. The Bible talks about what Jesus did to get us into this position when it says, when you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all of our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken that away, nailing it to the cross and having disarmed the powers and authorities. He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. And that's in Colossians 2, 13 through 15. And that's the uh, new international version. And basically the scripture is saying Jesus, he disarmed Satan of all his spiritual um, powers and authorities, which he initially had stolen from Adam and Eve. Um, He took He took them all away from him and he returned all authorities and powers back to us as the rightful owners to whom it originally belonged to from the creation of earth, according to Matthew 28, 18 and 19. And so we just have to know that Satan has no power or authority over us. You have all powers and authorities over him to reign here on earth together with Christ Jesus. The only power and authority that he does have over you is the one that you are allowing him to have. The only power that he has over you is the one that you are allowing him to have. And uh, there are many, many believers in Christ today who are allowing Satan to get away and taking their power and authority from them. I mean, we're giving too much um, emphasis to the enemy and, and giving him too, we just allow him to have too much glory in our lives. When Jesus died, that we would have power and authority. The Holy Spirit 
even says that as the as you have when you get the Holy Spirit, you shall have power. And so um that's part of the spirit that we are to have, the Holy Spirit that that gives us power, that leads and guides us, that opens up our understanding, our revelation, that we will not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. So we have to stop standing like Adam, and now we are in Jesus Christ. Because when a believer is not standing in his position of spiritual authority, things will often spiral out of control his life the the believer's life will start or the unbeliever their life will start to spiral under out of control and then the enemy uses this inability of a believer if they're ignorant of this he uses that to stand in his position of spiritual authority and power as a leverage against him right and so now you think and the enemy got this the enemy is having this person no you have the power and authority um but you have to stay in the word of God, you got to live by the word of God. You have to love like the word of God and like Christ did. And you have to forgive. You can't have any indictments against you in the heavenlies and you can't be out of character, out of position. You have to continue to walk and be in the ways that God has called you to be, to be able to have this a power and authority afforded to you at a level that is um, really unspeakable. I can't even explain it. And so, um, like I said, the enemy will will get the, the believer to, to act adversely against what they know. And then now you start to see a believer try to uh, solve a spiritual problem with a, mind, a carnal mindset or a worldly solution. Um, and that's when you won't be able to know the difference, you know, between a believer or an ungodly person of the world. Because because the believer will start acting like the unsaved person with a righteous attitude. Oh, well, I know God, but you're not acting like he wants you to act. You're not living like he wants you to live. You're not loving like he wants you to love. And most of all, you're not um, loving and forgiving like he wants you to be. Right. So they have this self-righteous attitude. Well, I know the word and I've been walking with God for 20 years and he's my everything. And, you know, but we have to remember that um, we have to do those things that God has called us to do. Um, and in the process of trying to solve problems, uh, what they'll find is that uh, instead of using their faith to stand in a position of authority now they're trying to have this right self-righteous attitude so when god came into the garden of eden after the fall of man the first thing that he said genesis 3 and 9 he said but the lord god called to man and said where are you the question was where are you so god was asking adam where are you he wasn't asking him, where are you in the garden he was saying where are you in your spiritual position you are supposed to be exercising spiritual authority in this garden and, and, and over every creature and serpent. But where are you, Adam? Are you standing in your position of authority? So God came looking for him. And, and there are many of God's children who are children who are not standing in their rightful position today and of spiritual authority over Satan. And that's that, that is why hell, unfortunately, has been loosed on them. Things have been loosed on their lives because they know the word, but they will not do it. They will not do it. Therefore, it says in Isaiah, Isaiah 5, 13 through 16, therefore, my people will go into exile for lack of understanding. Those of high rank will die of hunger and the common people will be parched with thirst. Therefore, death expands its jaws, opening wide its mouth into it will descend their nobles and masses with all the brawlers and revelers. So people will be brought low and every humbled 
and everyone humbled, the eyes of the arrogant humbled. But the Lord Almighty will be exalted by his justice and the holy God will be proved holy by his righteous acts. So this was a self-righteous um, group of believers. Anytime you have that, is they're unable to get delivered. When you when you got self righteousness in you, because he you're not standing in the in your position of spiritual authority and power, right where God wants you to be. And even though Isaiah says here the spiritually high ranking believer will die of spiritual hunger, which cannot be filled by God. Why? Because God cannot do anything more for you to stand in your position of spiritual authority. There's nothing else that he can do. Jesus did everything for you to be able to stand in your rightful position of spiritual authority. When he said on the cross, it is finished. Then everything was made available for you and I to stand in that spiritual position. So it's not up to us. It's not up to you or me to use the very same faith. I'm sorry. It is up to us now to use that very same faith that got us saved and standing up against the enemy. Right. We got saved by believing with our heart and confessing with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, according to Romans 10 and 9. And it is the same manner that your faith will always work for you to stand in the victory that Christ has given you. You see, our God sees everything that surrounds our lives and as his children from a spiritual perspective and not from a physical one. Everything in this world is first spiritual. Everything. Before someone with a vision spoke into the physical world, words are very powerful. And you need not to be declaring your position of spiritual authority and power if, if, you're really wanting to, if you really want to stand strong in it. So you need to be declaring that. If you really want to stand in it, you need to be, you need to be standing in it. Don't do this now and you don't stand in it. Because Adam has spiritual authority and dominion over all God's creations, including the snake. But when he stood, when he stooped low and heeding to the voice of the serpent, Adam had to leave that position of influence over all creatures to be able to do that. So he fell and he fell down into shame and disgrace. Hell was loosed on him and Eve as the knowledge of both good and evil was revealed to their understanding. See, and that's what happens when things spiral out of control in the life of a believer. God created us to have the knowledge of good in this world only. Satan was the one who introduced the knowledge of evil to mankind through Adam's inability to stand in a position of authority and power where God had placed him. So our God is a good God. There is no evil in him, right? He never planned for evil in the world. The devil was the one who introduced evil by tempting Adam and Eve into sinning against God. You want to give the Holy Spirit something to work within your life, okay? When we are not standing in our position of spiritual authority, where God has placed us over our homes, our businesses, our ministries, our churches, our communities, our nations, then all chaos is let loose to do havoc in those spheres of spiritual influence. We have to stand in the place of spiritual authority because God has given us spiritual authority in the name of Jesus because he knows that when we use it, then we can reign on earth with him. God does not want to reign on earth alone. That was his original intention in creating us. Otherwise, he would have not brought all creatures to Adam and naming them, according to Genesis 2, 19 and 20. 
So therefore, let us be able to stand in spiritual authority on the earth. It is necessary that we do understand where and how we have obtained this authority. Because you know, um, you and I need to know that it is to exercise our faith in spiritual authority, which gives the Holy Spirit something to work with in bringing God's solution into every situation that confronts us on the earth. We want to give the Holy Spirit something to work with in our life. And as an example, you can't experience the blessing of the Lord if you're not ready to start using your faith and exercising spiritual authority here on earth to walk in the blessing itself. You have to release your faith. You have to release your faith, people of God, to be able to give the Holy Spirit something to work with. And your declaration and my declaration of what we can expect the Holy Spirit to do for us is important to get the result that we are anticipating in the spirit. So we have a declaration. The Bible says, for we live by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight, according to Second Corinthians, Corinthians 5 and 7, New International Version. So we're going to stop declaring our physical circumstances. It is your faith killer. When we start... When we stop declaring, we is a faith killer. Faith only speaks and declares the mind of Christ in every situation that surrounds you. And that's what we what's what gives the Holy Spirit something to work with on our behalf. Amen. That was that is what gives the Holy Spirit um something to work with. Now, you can't stand in spiritual authority if you are not under spiritual authority. Okay. So let's understand this part of the of this uh topic here no one can ever be able to exercise or stand in a position of authority if they have never learned to be submissive and obedient to authorities and you can read that in romans 13 1 and 2 you can't bind and loose the devil on the earth if you are rebellious against god's constituted authorities the devil's kingdom itself operates under the authority of satan every demon do understand and know how to constitute how constituted authority works. They know when you are not walking by faith under constituted authority, and they will use this spiritual opening against you and attacking you, even as a child of God. The devil and his demons do know how God's kingdom operate. Do not be ignorant of that. They used to be part of that system, as you all know, before Satan led them into rebellion against God. That's why they, they can identify you in the spirit only and not in the physical. Because they was once part of it. And they will always use your physical circumstances and situations to distract you from walking in the spirit and by the spirit. Because they do know that you are more powerful than them when you are operating in that room. Glory be to God. You got to know people of God that you know. You got to know people of God that... um we have a power, but we gotta we gotta uh protect it like we protect our little babies and we protect everything else. We need to protect our spirits because these evil spirits can recognize your position of spiritual authority and even and and even when you are submissive to um that authority, the pattern and structure of the kingdom of darkness operate under the very pattern and structure which Satan took with him when he rebelled against God. So Satan doesn't have the ability to create, a, to create a new structure. He don't have that. That's why you're stronger than him. He has nothing new against you. 
Read it in Isaiah 14, 12, and 20. Apart from the circumstances and physical situations that he bring up against you so as to distract your attention away from God's promises to you. Don't get yourself distracted. Stay in the spirit and live by the spirit. That is where your victory is because guess what? When it's all said and done, we are winners. We have the victory, but we got to stay in the spirit and live by the spirit. So your position of spiritual authority in Jesus Christ is the strongest that you have. Stand in it and be subject to Christ's authority over the church. The spiritual authority of the body of Christ to the nations works in this manner also. We are able to exercise spiritual authority to the nations with the declaration of the gospel because of our submission to the authority of Christ over his body. That's why the scripture says in Philippians 2, 5 through 11, it says, if in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature, did not consider e equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as man. He humbled himself by being obedient unto death, even death unto the cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. God, the Father was able to exalt Jesus Christ, his son, because Jesus never sought to be equal with God, the Father. He was submissive to the authority of his father while doing the will of God on earth as the son of man. And we are not different from Jesus at all. In the world, the devil sees you and I just as he sees Jesus. So we have to start using our position of spiritual authority to increase and expand God's kingdom on the earth. No believer in Christ can exercise spiritual authority here on earth if he does not know how that authority in Christ Jesus is derived and where it came from. A lack of understanding about this is hindering the faith of so many believers and they're not able to exercise spiritual authority. Some believers do not think that on, they only think that only uh, people in leadership and positions within the body of Christ have this power. And, 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 and they don't have a right to exercise spiritual authority. But that is wrong because this type of theology is contrary to the teaching of Jesus. In fact, many of them are suffering as a result of falsehood within the body today. Jesus said it like this. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it shall not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick and the sick shall be saved. Mark 16, 16 through 18 in the NIV. He said in my name, Jesus name. These words of Jesus are not to only the apostles or disciples. They're meant for those that's in leadership and for us. All of us, they are in fact for every believer within the body. So their religion is being manipulated by the devil and is weakening the body of Christ today. 
Um, the enemy is using the same old tactic that he used against Adam in the garden. And many people are buying into these lies. So a believer with spiritual authority and power over the devil who is not using it is the type of believer who makes the devil happy. So I urge you today, I beckon you today to stand in your rightful place, stand in your rightful position of spiritual authority against the enemy. Because other people may be weak in their faith because they feel too comfortable with the unsaved world around them. Their faith may be little, which works against them. Um, but we have to continue to walk in love. We have to continue to walk in joy and peace and understanding and let the Holy Spirit lead and guide us. Um, to stand in spiritual authority within the sphere of influence. We got to be careful. We can't think our heads are too big and that we're the only ones that can get a prayer through. No, teach the people of God on how to use this authority because we are to go out into the world and preach and teach into those that are unsaved and, 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 and beckon the people that are unsaved that need God to come to him. And so we have power in our, in our tongue. We have power in our hands. We have power in our mouths. We have power. And all that stems from their lack of understanding of the working of godly authority within the church, the home, the business. It's a lack of understanding because most of them have grown so complacent to use their spiritual authority. And they wonder why their faith is not working for them. So on the contrary, we know that faith will always work, right? Because we got to use it. A lot of us, that's all we live by is faith. We, we don't know no other way. And Jesus was submissive on the earth to the authority of the father. And that is why he was able to accomplish his goal on earth as the son of man. In fact, the kingdom of Satan does not understand and respect your spiritual authority over, over them. And they will do whatever you command to, to, for them to do in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. And a lot of people hear the song. A lot of people have heard this cliche, but there is really power. You have to use it. You have to be effective and you got to believe it. You got to stand in your faith and know that the word of God is true. And it's not a lie. It's, it's true. When you have to take authority over a situation, that's your that is what you use, your spiritual authority. You use the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Amen. And so the greatest power in heaven on earth is in you. So as you stand in your position of authority, remember, a price was paid for that. This didn't come easy. Stand in your position of authority, people of God, always. For God is on the inside of you. And he lives and dwells in you and he moves and he walks in you and I, for we are never alone. He's always with us. Jesus all is always there in us, with us and with Holy Spirit living on us, in us. According to Ephesians 3 and 20 and 2 Corinthians 6, 16, you are never alone at any time. So don't buy into the lie of the enemy. Get up, stand up. Stay strong, stay in your position, for you are an overcomer. You are an overcomer. Do not let the enemy fool you to believe that you are not an overcomer. We thank God for his word tonight. And I just want to lift up a couple more points on how we can increase spiritual authority. Um, we, we can increase it by surrendering. We can increase it by our acts of humility. 
We can increase it by walking and living according to his word. We are called to live a life of sacrifice and not to gain promotion or earthly greatness. Approaching the Father through um, formulatic praise is a form of manipulation. So true surrender comes as an act of love. So once we really grasp this concept, we can surrender ourselves willingly and live according to our unique purpose. And following Jesus will cost you everything, but it'll also bring in the most increase. If you want the desire of your heart to be fulfilled, be prepared to give him all of you. He said in Luke 14, 26, 28, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brother and sister, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cause, whether he has enough to complete it? Thank you, Father. So we bless his name tonight and we give him praise for he's worthy. Father, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for giving your life on the cross. Help us to remember your sacrifice so that we can follow you with every, every ounce of our being. We, did, we lay down every area of our life that is not submitted to you. And we ask that you forgive us for all the times that we have held back from full surrender. Father, we thank you and we ask God that you would help us to love and humble ourselves before you each day. Give us strength to follow your heart, to be more like you, to love like you, to walk like you, to talk like you, to live like you. Father, we thank you for blessing us and loving us. We thank you for giving us a life that we couldn't, we can sacrifice unto you. We thank you, Lord, for spiritual authority, for gaining momentum and, and gaining spiritual authority. We thank you for the power that is in the name of Jesus, in the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the word of God. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being our paracletos, for leading and guiding us, for walking right beside us, that we have a very present help in the time of trouble. We thank you that your word said that you would never leave us nor forsake us. And so we give you praise this evening. We bless you for this time that we have come together to understand our place of spiritual authority and that nothing has more power than you. We thank you that you allowed us. We thank you that we can stand in a rightful place, God, that you've allowed us to have power and authority. We give you praise. We give you honor. Each and every person that will listen to this broadcast, we thank you, Lord, that you will enlighten them even the more, that they will walk in the power for which you have allowed us to have in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name for there is none like you. You are above every every name and every, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that you are Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for angels right now that are watching over us, that are dispatched. As they go and as we speak the word, they go on our they go on our behalf. They go out and do the job that they were assigned to do. We thank you for our angels, Father. We give you praise and we give you glory. 
until we meet again, people of God, be blessed. And remember, this is the Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. And the Remnant Podcast is for those who believe that we are the ones that's going to continue to trust and believe God, that we're going to stand on his word, stand on his promises, live by faith, because if we don't, it's impossible to please them. Be blessed, people of God. I thank you for joining me. I pray a blessing over you. If you have any prayer requests, please feel free to email us at kingdompower0916 at gmail.com. We read all requests, all emails. God bless you. And until next time, have a wonderful evening. And we shall meet again if it's the Lord's will. Thank you for joining the Remnant Podcast.